0: Welcome to a surprise release of the Reality Escape Pod, or is it?
1: If you have ever wanted to play an escape room from home, well, we have got a treat for you because we recently recorded an episode with The Infinite Escape Room.
0: So The Infinite Escape Room is a hilarious show. It is very British and it is a spoken word kind of Dungeons and Dragons meets escape room format. And We both have been on it before. We love the show. We love the creators. And Jamie from the Infinite Escape Room made a wonderful game for us.
1: We were taken on a journey through an amazing Stranger Things-inspired escape room. And I had such a blast playing it with you, David, even though you kept trying to kill me throughout the entire experience.
0: I mean, I was just as committed to killing you as I was to gaslighting you about weird ideas. So, you know.
1: (laughs) That's okay. My goal is constantly to make you cry uh, on the podcast. (laughs) So (laughs) I guess that's fair turnaround.
0: Anyway, if you have not listened to The Infinite Escape Room before, you should definitely check out their podcast and subscribe. But in the meantime, we have our full episode for you coming up right now. We hope you enjoy.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse pals, in this case, very geographically diverse pals, meet up, have a couple of drinks, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Jamie, your host for this week's plethora of puzzles, and this week I'm drinking a Number of the Beast Trooper Beer by Iron Maiden, which is very nice, very heavy, as you'd expect from a metal band. And uh, it's good. It's a lot more bitter than I expected. And it's quite dark as well, as you'd expect from heavy metal. (laughs) And truth be told, I bought it for the label because it's got the album cover for Number of the Beast. It's a very metal label.
0: I'm a huge Iron Maiden fan, but I also can't get into bitter, hoppy beers. So I could say no.
2: You're a stronger man than I am. And locked in with me today, we have a pair of perfect puzzlers. It's P.G. Law and David Spira. Hello. Hi.
1: Hey, thanks for having us. Today, we are actually less geographically distant than we normally are, because I'm normally in LA, and David's in uh, New Jersey, New York area. Yep. But we are in the same room today.
0: This is like the first time we're recording this way ever.
1: Yes, we have not even recorded in the same room together for our podcast. So you guys are you guys are getting a worldwide exclusive here.
2: <laughs> yes. Trailblazers. I love it.
1: So I I also have to say, I am currently recovering from COVID. So you'll have to excuse me if I'm a little bit raspy or coughing. Um, and so because of that, I am drinking a hot toddy. I have made myself some hot water with lemon and honey with a hefty splash of whiskey. It's I mean, it's it's essentially a whiskey sour. It's just like a a warm. Whiskey sour, mm. I guess. It
0: looks, that like, sounds good. it looks like it's good. And I am not completely out of my mind. Um, Lisa and I recovered from COVID last week. So we are banking on having at least a week of active immunity and didn't, you know, send PG off to a hotel. Uh, and I am drinking a double rye from High West
2: Distillery in Park City, Utah. And it is delicious. I love it. I'm glad. I was was going to say, because it's like, what, 2.30 in the afternoon there?
1: Yes, thank you for giving us an excuse to drink (laughs) in the afternoon.
2: (laughs) You are most welcome. Oh, yeah, I was expecting maybe a tea or a water. I'm not going to judge. It's fine. I know that's a tradition, but I'm glad that you've taken it in stride. Why half-ass something when you can whole-ass something? (laughs) Well, yeah. I I would expect nothing less from people who are all about immersion. You've got to get really into it. Yeah, we, we try to commit to whatever we're doing fully. Chances are anyone who listens to this podcast is going to know exactly who you are and the wonderful things you do. But just in case there is a small percentage of that population who don't, would you mind uh, giving a quick rundown of who you are and what you do?
0: Yeah. So we are from Room Escape Artist, the Reality Escape Pod, the Reality Escape Convention. Um, For a long time, eight plus years, we have been writing about the escape room industry, reviewing, writing tips for players, tips for designers, tracking industry growth. We host a podcast, PG&I, we became podcast co-hosts during the apocalypse.
1: That's called Reality Escape Pod. We interview different creators and designers, um, owners across all different mediums of of immersive gaming. Escape rooms, but we'll do things like LARPs. We do things like um, challenge designers from Survivor. Uh,
0: which PG has played twice? Which I've,
1: yes, <laughs> I was on Survivor previously. Um, for anybody who doesn't who doesn't know, but uh, now I talk, which which Survivor is um, a giant LARP. It is actually one of the best immersive games in the world, I would argue. So we interview creators from all all of these different aspects of immersive gaming, and I think it's a lot of I think it's a lot of fun, really yeah. informative.
0: Yeah, season uh, season four is coming in the fall. And the uh, hook for that one is that each episode, we're going to be interviewing a creator from a different country. And then we have the reality escape convention, Recon, which is being hosted this year in person in Boston. And I'm not even shilling for it because the thing sold out. So congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. It's a giant relief. I'm very excited to be putting it on and I'm very excited to not have to shill anymore.
1: <laughs> but um, it is an escape room convention. I'll be hosting it. I'll be the MC there. Uh, so we're going to have a series. We're going to have a lot of talks from different creators, but we're also going to play games. There's going to be a big ballroom game. We're going to be all playing an escape room. Yeah.
0: Everyone gets an escape room booked into their schedule, and then we're busing people out to two different venues, Bodeborg and Level 99, which are sort of like giant escape room amusement parks.
1: We'll get talks from those creators after we play out there as yeah.
2: well. Yeah, so it should be a good time. That sounds incredible. So with, with, um, with Recon, so once the pandemic hit, you... Transition that entire thing from an in-person event to a digital-only event. And now that you're going back to an in-person event, how has that transition to digital and back been for you? It's been exciting and challenging. Um,
0: my background is in user experience design, and so I always think about like how you design for a medium. And so the way you design for a virtual event is really different from the way that you design for a physical event, which is why we're not doing a hybrid event. Because I feel like whenever I've gone to hybrid events, I, if you're there, you feel like you're trapped in a zoom call while, you know, stuff, you know, while stuff is happening, you know, being kind of like beamed into you. And then if you're not at the event, at the event physically, you sit there feeling like you're like watching something amazing happening. And as soon as the camera goes off, you're missing out on all the good stuff. And you probably are. Um so yeah, we've we've just changed a lot of a lot of the way we've structured it to try and optimize around what's really fun in person. Um where and, and so that's why we've got so many games and so many socializing opportunities. And you know, that's that's really we're just trying to think about how we design for for the medium we have.
2: Yeah. I can imagine it, the the hybrid thing now you've mentioned it. So if you're just sitting in your in your house in your PJs watching other people having fun at a escape room convention, that's like a really bad peep show, and like, I wouldn't want any part of that. It just feel like I feel like it. It reminds me of like being home
0: with the flu as a kid and like watching out the window as my friends played. Like it just feels
2: it just feels wrong. <laughs> just, just gently stroking the glass while you gaze yeah. into the middle distance. friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget me. <laughs> and I, I know we're only like seven months into the year, but what's been so far the fa- your favorite either escape room or puzzle experience that you've played in 2022? Oh, gosh. Um, we were in New Mexico, um,
0: Albuquerque, New Mexico, which turns out to be a wonderful escape room destination. And they have uh, a game there called um, uh, Blackwell Manor which is a horror experience that I really, really loved. That's that's my favorite right now. If you ask me this question again in five minutes, I'd give you a different answer.
1: Recency, recency bias. Me too, though. <laughs> I just, so I just, I literally just got back from a trip to Amsterdam, uh, Hamburg, Berlin, where I just played like, I think we must've played like 25 escape rooms.
0: And got COVID.
1: And got COVID, on, but on the tail end, on the way back a free gift yes. <laughs> exactly like the, the, the gift that that keeps on giving yeah. it's
2: the european COVID as well exactly but tell her what she's won
1: <laughs> so of course i played everybody's favorite game the dome which you know is super highly rated that was that was really fun i liked it um but maybe but actually not my favorite I think of the game, I, I of of the trip. I loved Molly's game, which is a relatively new game. I think it's only about two years old, uh, but they've got some fantastic, incredible set reveals. Uh, even the way they've structured the pre-game, I really love. I'm trying not to say too much because yeah. David hasn't played it yet. Yeah,
0: don't don't ruin this for me. And
1: that's I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, but I I really really loved what they did, and then. I know you said one, but now I'm naming three. Um, my last favorite thing I did was Stay in the Dark, which is this incredibly terrifying horror experience by Dark Park. And um, I-, I would say that that is more of an immersive experience and kind of less escape room. y There's some puzzle elements, but really, like they've, I feel like it's they've kept it quite simple since when you're absolutely
0: just (laughs) scared out of your mind
1: petrified (laughs) yeah like you 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 can't really think straight um you're being chased through a giant abandoned four-story um chemical like factory in the end
0: someone becomes the joker yeah I, <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know. I haven't actually played it. I <laughs> then oily. you chase
2: them back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. But um, it's, it's, it's a crazy it's just an absolutely insane experience. You should do it uh, if you're not afraid of soiling yourself.
2: Not advice to a little bit of soiling. it's all good. And uh, I'll put it every, all the links to like social handles and stuff in the show notes, but where can people find you? Uh,
0: Room Escape art on Twitter, RoomEscapeArtist.com on the internet. Basically, just you find us on Room Escape Artist and everything is linked out from there.
1: Yeah. I'm at PG everywhere, um, at P E I H G E E, Twitter, Instagram,
2: all of that. Sweet. Yeah. I'll put those in the show notes for everyone to click and say hello and subscribe to Reality Escape Pod because it is awesome. Thank
1: you. Thank you. And listen to the podcast. We yeah. need and, and leave us reviews. We need it.
2: <laughs> and leave this show a review. Leave the show a five star
0: review. If you haven't done that and you're a regular listener, do it do it it costs
1: you nothing it's free
2: buy jamie's game and give the show a five star review before we begin i'd like to give a, a huge thank you to our patreons for supporting us and all the weird stuff that we do you are the wind beneath our wings the candle in the window on a cold dark winter's night the last bit of toilet paper in the toilet i don't know where i'm going with that but we love you uh This week, I want to give a special shout-out to three of our wonderful Patreons. That's Jade Shaw, Tonya Beta halverson and Maggie B. Thanks very much to all three of you, and to every Patreon for keeping us off the streets and on the air. So, what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's much like the escape rooms you're used to seeing out in the real world, or meat space, as some people like to call it, but this one stretches across all known themes, dimensions, and multiverses. No IP is too precious. There is no rabbit hole we will not go down. And because it's infinite there is no end to it. Every room in the infinite escape room links wonderfully into the next in one big never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week one of us will present a part of the escape room. This week it's me! While well, the others will try to solve it. If they don't escape within the allotted time then very unpleasant things might happen to them. And if they break anything they're not supposed to they will lose their deposit. Which this week, uh, let's say that it's your deposit will be every timekeeping device in Boston during the month of August. You're a monster. <laughs> so be careful. Usually it's something like, oh, it's such and such's microphone. Oh, it's your slippers. But no, let's go hard.
1: I'll be stuck on stage in an endless time loop. St- Actually, you know what? Actually, that sounds all right. I don't, I don't mind a bit of microphone time. <laughs>
2: So, yeah, so Recon will just become open mic night for two days with PG on stage. Don't don't threaten PG with a good time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, are we ready? Yes, indeed. Then let's enter the infinite escape room. Last time. After escaping from John's miniature Wunderland in a plastic rocket, you find yourselves crash-landed back in Meat Space. your bodies returned from plastic to flesh and bone. The smoking wreckage of your rocket has obliterated a tire swing, and you appear to be in the middle of a not-too-large pond. The plastic sheep you smuggled aboard the rocket, now made flesh and sentient for the first time in their existence, rightly freak the fuck out and make a run for the nearest place that isn't here. You see a sea of neck tattoos and chewing tobacco and realise that you're in a trailer park, surrounded by white trash. Now you know full well how this neck of the woods treats strange people that fly in from alien spacecraft. So before they can say Ricky Lafleur, Fleur, you make a beeline for the nearest open trailer. You wrench the door shut and it locks closed. You look around you and see the inside of a trailer park trailer that's definitely seen better days. There's debris almost everywhere. Broken bits of board are strewn about the place There's a definite funk of hidden cheese that permeates everything. And looking around the trailer, you've got the door where you just came in behind you. To your left is the sleeping area, and to the right is the living area that then leads into the kitchen. And of course, there's the ceiling that contains a huge, gaping portal. Thick black tendrils spill out of the entrance and snake across the ceiling of the trailer. And it appears to be... growing. And based on your expert knowledge of portal dynamics, you reckon you've got about 30 minutes before the portal spreads and consumes the whole trailer with you inside it. Your time starts now. What would you like to do? Well, I want to take a look at that portal. Certainly. I want to to poke it. Ooh, okay. So you look up into the ceiling and you see the portal and then what you see is a bird's eye view of the broken and dilapidated sleeping area that you are just in. You can't reach it, it's a bit high. Can we
1: throw something into it? Can I pick up some of the debris on the ground and throw something into the portal?
2: Yeah, you pick up a broken plank of wood and you go to throw it into the portal, but it doesn't go through. It just bounces off.
1: I was imagining it flying around and bonking you in the head. Okay,
2: I want to take a look at the bed. So amongst the debris of broken and rotting furniture, you can see the sleeping area uh, has one of those pulled down Murphy beds that are currently pulled down, as well as a ladder that's propped up against the corner and a safe that's been bolted to the floor. Okay.
0: That ladder is propped up and it can be moved? It can indeed. Can we move the mattress and the ladder underneath the
2: portal and put the uh, ladder up to the portal? Yep. Yeah. So you drag the, the dirty mattress, and it stinks of cheese, under the portal, and you prop up the ladder against some debris, and you're able to climb up. Have we found any bonus bed cheese? There is no bonus bed cheese yet, but you remain hopeful. Okay. I'm I'm very excited about bonus bed cheese what
1: the hell is bed cheese you don't know (laughs) like is this a white thing
2: (laughs) (laughs) you've never had a a midnight snack of some cheese and you fall asleep and it rolls down the back of the bed pg you've not yet lived
1: you spent 40 years in america and you think you know (laughs) i mean we have cheese that comes out of a squeeze tube so i don't like nothing surprises me about Americans and cheese. We're on
0: the clock here. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes. We we we're down to we're down to twenty minutes now. Probably. Um, okay. We have climbed the ladder, and are we are we able to go through the portal?
2: So you slowly push your hand through the portal, and as you do, you feel yourself being pulled through it, as though gravity is starting to flip once you go through that portal. Okay.
1: Do we go through? Uh, we,
2: before we do that, I want to just take
0: a look around the room. And make sure we know what 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 we're you know we know we have a safe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Can we check out the kitchen?
2: Yes, the little kitchen area is barely big enough to have all the essentials. There's a, a slightly open fridge full of thoroughly rotten food, a few kitchen cupboards, a sink, and a dining table. And sat at the dining table is a skeleton holding a cassette tape. Oh, we're taking that cassette tape. So you prize the cassette out of the skeleton's hand, and you can see that something was once written on that cassette, but time has completely faded the writing away. Okay
0: gonna just hang on to that. Feel like something good is gonna play out of it. It's in your pocket. All
2: right. Uh is there anything else of note for us to take a look at?
1: Do we need to go through the cupboards or do we need to go through the cupboards?
2: Uh so you you pull up in the kitchen cupboards. There's some some plates, some mugs, there's nothing but uh what you surmise is just set dressing. Okay. I'm taking a mug. <laughs> you you have a mug. Uh it's got the word bitchin written on it. Bitchin.
1: Okay, awesome. Should we go back to the living room? Yeah. And see if uh let's look for like a cassette
0: player
2: yeah anything else laying around there so there's a fair amount of broken wood and rotting books to climb over to get to the living area when you do you see that it consists of a small armchair and there's a tape deck on a shelf uh there's also a little hollow in the wall in which sits a damaged and rotting elmo doll
0: oh i'm gonna grab that elmo doll and then i think we're gonna go pop (laughs) that
2: cassette in sure uh yes you do grab the elmo doll it's rotted and he's definitely seen better days his fur's half gone one of his eyes is missing and um, it's—he's got like the sort of press to tummy to talk thing. You can see because all the wiring's a little bit exposed. I pressed the tummy to make it talk. Certainly. So you press the tummy, and a garbled, almost robotic Terminator voice calls out.
1: Begins
0: reset. We have get on, then you have a place safe and.
2: Okay.
1: Well,
0: that's terrifying. <laughs> I think it's talking about the safe, but I don't know. We're going to put a pin in that.
1: I'm so bad at these. I'm one of those people that, like, I never know what lyrics are saying in songs. <laughs> I'm so, I, I'm like yep. half
2: deaf. You you do get the feeling that this is, that the message, whatever it's saying, is incomplete. That's, that's, that is the feeling I have. It's not just a bad track that I've sent you. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's go and pop the uh, cassette tape into the tape deck
2: and, uh, Hear what magic comes out of this. Well, As you go to open up the cassette, the case for the cassette, you realize that there's no cassette in there. And when you open up the tape deck, there was a cassette in the tape deck, but it's just reams and reams of the, you know, the thready tapes, ribbon stuff. Uh, it looks like it's been in there for quite some time and has degraded a lot. That's depressing.
1: Well, okay, but so, can we just clear it out? I mean, we have a cassette tape.
2: No, we have a cassette tape case. Yes,
1: it is empty. Oh, the case. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Just the case. I see.
0: All right. I think we're going up that ladder and into the mysterious and Ominous portal.
2: Superb. Are you, are you both going in? No. <laughs> P- PG's going. Okay. <laughs> I will go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So luckily it's not D&D. I'm not going to make you roll for like constitution saving throws or anything like that. Oh, well, David would
1: lose anyway, if it was like a constitution. <laughs> Although I guess technically I'm the sick one today, so... I was, uh, yeah, I,
2: I, that's, that's Rich coming from you. <laughs> so, P.G., as you uh, you put your hand through the portal and you push the rest of you in, you do feel yourself being pulled through it as though gravity is being flipped. And you drop down from the ceiling and you find yourself in the same trailer, but somehow it's different. In this version of the trailer, the we'll call it the, the topsy-turvy version there's no debris strewn around the place the place looks a lot less dilapidated it almost looks new oh
1: okay can I uh is is can I see is David in there he's not
2: I take it I can't see him can I see him through the portal I'm yeah, waving. you can push your hand through the push your head through the portal and you can see David and then you put, go back through
1: okay awesome uh should I go to the cassette should I go to Elmo first or the cassette
2: player let's start with Elmo
1: Okay. Okay. Is there, I I go and look for the Elmo doll.
2: So you go to where the Elmo doll was uh, in that sort of living area. So when you go in there, uh, the living area is much the same as you saw on the other side. So you see a small armchair, there's a cassette cassette deck, and it's on a shelf, but there's no Elmo doll. What you do have is a bookcase that's full of books. Okay. Check out the cassette deck.
1: Yeah. Let's open up. Um, Is there a tape in the cassette deck now? Uh,
2: Yes, there is a a tape in the cassette deck. And you go to power the cassette deck on, but there is no power. Mm -hmm. No power or no power cable? Uh, No power. Okay, good talk. Checking out that bookcase? Sure. I'm like, well, I'm stumped.
1: I call it a day. Uh
2: (laughs) Uh, So you start to to pull some books out. Nothing really looks um, that untoward. Uh, You do spot a copy of the Bible with uh, a piece of paper stuck in it, um, which seems a little odd. Would you like to have a look look inside? Been in, been in enough escape rooms to know that you always check the Bible. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's take a look. So you open up the Bible, and you see that it's been bookmarked to the book of Revelation. Uh, Revelation 13, 18 has been highlighted. This calls for wisdom. Let him who
1: hath understanding reckon the number of the beast. Aha, for it is a human number. Its number is 666.
0: That needed to be read way more metal.
1: <laughs> I could I could launch into a coughing fit while,
2: <laughs> while I'm reading. We'll put a sick metal riff in the background as you cough in as well. Exca- yeah.
1: ex- exactly. Yeah. Um, actually, I should have been reading it in my voice from two days ago. I sounded like <laughs> a guard one. <laughs> All right. 666. I'm going to call back, David, put in the mark of the beast into the
2: safe. And I do just that. So, David, you go to uh, open up the safe, and you can see that there is a keypad on the safe, but the safe opens up without needing any kind of code. Uh, Inside the safe, you see a shiny green apple, as fresh as the day it was picked. And it's the only thing that you can see around here that hasn't rotted. Huh, I take a bite. You munch on that apple like it's the first thing you've eaten in days, and it's delicious. Hmm, cool, safe apple. That's, that's, that's almost as good as Benji. <laughs> <laughs> we, c- we cater for everybody here.
1: <laughs> okay, so we didn't need the number for the well, safe.
2: I feel like you
0: have a lot more to explore in your side of the portal. It's probably true.
1: Okay, um, I, I will go to the safe now. I guess maybe I should use it in my side of the safe. I'll go to the safe and try six, six, six.
2: So the safe is closed and locked. There is a, a number keypad to the right of it with the numbers zero to nine. And a hash to confirm the passcode. You put six 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 in there, and it looks like there's space for one more digit. It looks like it's a four-digit safe.
0: What was the uh, what passage in Revelations were we uh, reading? Revelation thirteen eighteen.
1: Okay, good thinking, David. Let's try thirteen eighteen.
0: So you
2: put one three one eight into the safe, and nothing happens. Okay, we tried.
0: <laughs> so one three one eight did not work in the safe. You have more things to explore.
1: You have an apple in yours. Does that, does that mean anything?
0: <laughs> How about you check the rest of your space?
1: <laughs> OK. <laughs> Let me go examine the sleeping okay. area.
2: So aside from the lack of debris in, in your sleeping area, uh, there's little about this that's different. Uh, you can see that the pull-down bed that's, um, that was on the other side has been pulled up in your version and tucked away to look like a, a cupboard. Uh, the ladder and the safe are in the same positions. And there's a poster of the Goonies in a glass frame on the wall.
1: Okay. People living That's... here had good taste. Um, <laughs> should we go uh, in the living room? Pull,
2: pull down the bed. Okay, oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Pull, pull yep, down, you the bed. down the bed. The sheets are clean. They are fresh. There is no smell of bed cheese in this area.
1: No, no cheese to be seen. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Now uh in the living room, you said there was the bookshelf
2: which we have explored. Is there anything else in the living room? Uh you've got you got the small armchair, the cassette, deck, the the bookcase of books. Um have you taken the the books all off or you've just taken the bible off? Uh we've only taken the bible off so far, but I'll go ahead and like rummage through all the rest sure. of the books. Uh so you start taking pulling books off the bookshelf left right and center and you do spot that there is behind the bookcase um uh, another Elmo doll. But this one is in its packaging. It looks brand new. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to squeeze it. Uh, sure. So this doll um, has both of its eyes. All the fur is still there. It looks very cute and cheerful. You press his little tummy and you get this. The bees
0: just have... They love... The one you... And them... Found... To keep them down
2: okay, <clears throat> so okay. So i like need to alternating b- play words. both of these at the same time somehow. you can well it's just you can bring the elmo dolls closer together rather than trying to figure it out on your own oh okay i toss my rotting terrible elmo doll at pg and hit in my head with
1: it. <laughs> me i'm the one that can't make heads or tails of lyrics but okay all right should we
2: the Elmo dolls bounce off the portals. So you can't send them through, um, but you can sort of hold them close oh. together, almost like two cans at a string. Okay, so like, one your Elmos activate. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so you press them both at the same time, and uh, with both messages playing simultaneously, you get this. The
0: beast begins this heavy set. The lovely other
2: the one you get. Add them on, then you've found a place to keep them safe and sound.
0: Something about the number of the beast and adding
2: them. There's something we have to add. um, I'll put the transcript in the chat as well for you. Thank you. I'm not that quick. Okay.
0: Thank you. The beast begins this heavy set. Then every other one you get. Add them up and then you've found a place to keep things safe and sound. Okay, so the beast begins this heavy set. So 666 is the starting number. Then every other one you get. So we're gonna add, we're gonna start with 666. We're gonna add 1318 to it. And then I'm assuming we're gonna get some other numbers and we'll keep adding them and then eventually we'll have a code for the safe. That's my, that's my current thinking.
1: Oh, I see. Every other one you get and then the one you think one means number every other number you get
0: that's what i think that's your
1: okay not like every other one okay yeah i'm just following your train of thought here yep um okay
0: let's search some more in your better part of town
1: (laughs) i'm trying to do some math here david uh six seven eight
0: there's there's like a whole beautiful mind montage going on here. Oh, 1984. We've got
1: 1984 so oh, far. Oh,
2: let's just punch that in. That feels like a relevant number. That is incredible. Okay. Uh, you punch 1984 into the safe, and it does not open. But by God, I wish that I'd done that, because that would be so thematically appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just retcon this entire thing. <laughs>
1: well, we'll call it a day. The safe opens.
2: Um, uh, there is one, one area okay. you've got inspected in your topsy-turvy area. Yep.
1: Okay, let's go. Well, and I, I still need to play the cassette. Or, fine, look at the cassette. Let's look at the cassette. Should we look at the cassette? Yeah. Let's let's go look at the cassette player and see if there is, in fact, an intact tape in there.
2: Yeah, there's an intact tape in there. Um, It doesn't have any writing on it, but there's no power to anything. Oh, there's no power. That's right. That's what it was. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, let's go in the kitchen. Maybe we got to like flip a few in
2: Yeah. Uh, So the kitchen area here is a hell of a lot cleaner than the other one. Uh, There's a fridge full of food. Again, kitchen cupboard, a sink, and a dining table. Uh, There's also a dead body slumped against the dining table. Oh, okay. Normal.
0: Did he?
1: Is he clutching a a bitten apple?
2: I'm thinking he's clutching a cassette. He's not clutching (laughs) a bitten apple, but he is clutching a cassette. Yes. Okay. I will grab the cassette. So, uh, so the body looks freshly dead, as far as you can tell. So thankfully, it's easy to get the cassette off his hands because there's no rigor mortis there. Uh, he's wearing some kind of heavy metal band T-shirt and jeans. There appears to be no obvious cause of death. So you you, you pick the cassette up. Um, again, it's just an empty case. You presume the actual tape is in the tape deck, which is what you've seen. Uh, written on the case, it says, totally Bitchin' punk rock metal mix. And it has a total of seven tracks um, written on... The case which I'll put into the chat for you. Okay, we have Black Flag
0: six pack, Iron Maiden, The Number of the Beast, Metallica one, Rush 2112, Skid Row 18 and Life, Stevie Nicks, Edge of 17. That one is very out of place, and Van Halen 5150. And I do believe we are adding all of this up, and Number of the Beast is where we start, so we Disregard the black flag song. That's what I'm thinking is going on here.
1: Okay. Okay. So do we not need to add up this 1318 then? That's probably no, something else. That's... Okay. Uh can you read out the numbers to me?
0: Okay. 666 six, six, mm-hmm. plus 1. Okay. Plus 2112 plus 18 plus 17 plus 5150. And I'm kind of sad that there isn't a song from Darlings of Chelsea after the last episode or two episodes ago, which turns out is a middling
2: punk band from Canada. Of course, how could we forget Darlings of Chelsea, who sell such fantastic refurbishments for your behind and your back? (laughs) Darlings of Chelsea, that luxurious brand. And punk bands from Canada.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we have the numbers... Seven nine six four.
2: Punch that thing into the safe. I will
1: try it in my safe.
2: Uh, you try seven nine six four in the safe, and it does not work. You are on, you are on the right track, but not quite. Every other one. Okay,
0: so that's what it's. Go- so we're we starting with it's the evens. Okay, so six 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 plus twenty one twelve plus seventeen. That's it. Yeah.
2: Twenty seven
1: ninety five. Let's try that.
2: You press twenty-seven ninety-five into the safe and it beeps melodically. You open up the safe door Yay. and inside is a single fresh green apple.
1: Do I have to eat it now?
2: <laughs> I mean, don't you want to? <laughs> and for listeners, this um, the playlist with these tracks will be in the show notes as well. So you can rock your little heart out. Nice.
1: See, and Eve gets blamed for eating the apple when really she's the one tempted. I'm...
0: <laughs> um, I'm just thinking about the whiplash that people are going to get going from 18 in life to Edge of 17.
2: <laughs> it, it was difficult to find uh, era-appropriate tracks with numbers in them, and Edge of 17 is a great track, so it's going in. It, 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 it's it's a fantastic track. It's just very different. <laughs> it's going to be great. All
1: right. I'm going to bite the apple, but under the caveat that all of the listeners note that David is the one who put me up to it.
2: I'm allergic to apples. I only get to eat imaginary apples. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, am well, We'll put it in the show notes that you were put up to this. <laughs> uh, you, All right,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna bite the apple.
2: Yeah, you bite the apple. It's delicious and juicy and fresh. Um, there's nothing untoward about it.
1: Okay, so we've gotten into both safes. They both just had apples.
2: Yeah, we need to close that portal.
0: That's what we. That's the only thing that seems to be left. Um,
1: Got no power for the cassettes. Can
2: we check out that Goonies poster? uh sure so pg when you go over to the goonies poster um it's a wonderful original 1986 poster from the the masterpiece the goonies uh it's behind a glass frame Hmm. (laughs) i'd break it and use the glass for something but i'm really concerned about
0: our security deposit because i need i need this timekeeping devices
1: have you jumped into the portal
0: no i can but why there's, 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 a, there's something going on with the mirror of these, of these worlds that, that seems relevant. You have a, uh, well, no, we just used the cassette tape. I suppose I could take the cassette tape from you and play it.
1: Oh, I know. Can I, put the, can I take the cassette tape out of the player and put it into the safe?
2: Uh, you put the cassette tape out of the player, put it into the safe, close the door, and I open it up on my end and it's going to be fine. The
0: cassette tape is there. It's a magic safe. Brilliant. All right, I popped that bad boy into the uh, into the tape deck after cleaning out the mess that's uh, that's in
2: there. <laughs> uh, you take out the ribbons and you wear them like a string of Mardi Gras beads. You put the cassette into the tape deck, <laughs> uh, but there is no there is still no power to the the entire trailer. Oh dang! Oh, I thought I, it was smart can, for a second. That was very <laughs> smart, though. <laughs> okay, but we can now pass things back and
0: forth. Well, well I can. You pass it can pass to you. things to me. Yeah. okay um and that's the only
1: thing i could think of that i have that you don't you want I, have... I could have passed the alma doll. <laughs>
0: check out is there anything else in that kitchen that's relevant that we might want to be aware of Ooh, you've got about seven minutes remaining no hey, we're poking around that kitchen what else we got in there
2: uh there's nothing else when you look around it that particularly stands out unless you want to raid a fridge full of rotten food to try and find some bed cheese but it looks like you've explored everything there is to explore. Um if you would like a general steer, um I would gaze your attention toward the sleeping area again. Okay. Mine or PG's? Uh both. Okay, we both look at ours.
1: The sleeping area which has nothing but bed sheets on
2: it. So at the moment, um, you've uh, David, on your side, the, the pull-down bed, it was pulled down. Uh, PG, on your side, it is also pulled down, but I believe you pulled it down when you got there. Yes. So
0: what if we both lift our beds back up?
2: Uh, sure. So PG, you lift your bed up and it goes back into the, the cupboard as uh, when you first arrived there. Uh, David, when you pull your bed up, uh, you place it back so it's flush with the wall. Uh, when you do, you noticed. That the floor under the bed is covered in broken glass and surrounded by a small corroded key. Interesting.
0: All right. So I take the key. PG.
2: I'm
0: going to
1: break the glass of the poster.
0: You're responsible for the timekeeping devices in Boston.
2: <laughs> oh, this is a bold, <laughs> bold action.
1: I'm going to break, I'm going to break the glass of the poster.
2: Yep. So you, you pick up the Goonies frame and... With the fate of all the clocks in Boston resting on your shoulders, you smash it against the floor. Broken glass goes everywhere, and poor chunk on the poster is cut in half mid-truffle shuffle. But amongst the debris, you can see a shiny steel key.
0: Okay, what am I supposed to do with this thing? Are there any locks laying around? I don't recall seeing any any
2: uh, locks. The only lock um, is on the door that you I mean, came in on with. On the door. Oh, well, let's go and open up our doors. Um, In whose... Area, PGs or Davids? Should we both? PGs.
1: Okay. You you like how he keeps throwing me to do these things first? Um, (laughs) Sure, I'll go open the door.
0: I I think we came in through my door. We want to go out through yours. I think I need to pop through
2: onto your side. Okay. Uh, So the door to the trailer is still there in your version, but it's still very much closed. The only difference here is that the entire door is covered in those thick black vines that are snaking their way through the portal on the other side. So this seems pretty impenetrable.
0: Of my door. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I try and open mine. Sure. So you you pick up the key that you've got from the floor uh, in your side, and you go to use it in the lock. But it's because it's so corroded, as you pick it up, it just turns into dusty rust.
1: Okay, I'm going to pass in my key in the 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 safe. safe,
2: Yeah. Yep. As you put your key in the safe, close the door. And then, David, when you open up your safe door, a shiny steel key is there. Do-do-do-do-do. Okay, I go and I try and open up my door with it. You turn the key in the lock of the trailer door and it does click open. You wrench the door open and dive out into the darkness. The cold air fills your lungs like a welcome hug after the fetid air inside the trailer. You can't help but notice that there aren't any other trailers here, nor is there any greenery like you might expect from a trailer park. It looks like a desert, completely devoid of any life or vegetation. You hear an almighty wrenching sound as you turn to see the trailer slowly begin to crumple in on itself, and the gaping portal consumes the trailer entirely. Luckily, PG dives through the portal and dives at the door at the last possible second, before the entire thing blinks out of existence. And once it's gone, in the still of that silence, you look up, and you see two moons hovering in a black sky, devoid of stars. To be continued, and you've solved my puzzle. Congratulations.
1: Yay. I
0: tried
2: so hard to kill you.
1: I thought you were like, I, yeah, I noticed. I'm like, you li, David literally left me behind to get like crushed by this giant portal. Thanks. Thank you for rescuing me, Jamie. I was like, um, hello.
0: You were just rescued
2: by plot armor. Let's be real here. As I was reading the script for the outro, I was like, oh shit, PG's still in the Upside Down. Gotta save it. <laughs> this is not going to go well for next episode. <laughs> Ah, oh, you did really well. Uh, Nicely done. Thanks. Thank you. It was you. fun. It was really clever. You, you solved, like, the, the puzzly bits. Way, you you got to those as the Elmo doll, the, the combining the safe combination. PG, you worked out the, that the safe was like a time portal way quicker than I anticipated, which is great. Uh, luckily, what trip you off was just pulling up the bed to notice the key and then making that connection. I think you were dancing around it, but then, yeah. Athletic, I mean,
0: liked. let's... Let's be real here. Our biggest weakness in escape rooms is search
2: failure. Search
1: failure, always.
2: You're you're preaching to the choir. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. More more often than not, it's because I'm wearing the thing that's the puzzle. (laughs) The last two escape rooms I did, um, it was like a hostel theme and like a prison theme. Both times, as soon as I got into that room, oh, costume, yes. And then 30 minutes of searching going, this room is terrible. This is rubbish. And then they're like, take off the costume. (laughs) (laughs) oh there's a number on the back that's puzzle number one i don't claim to be a smart man wow that was great thank you so much
1: yeah you know the thing that tripped me i kept thinking like we gotta get to that cassette tape yeah i thought we were gonna have to like find a fuse or like do something to get the cassette tape running
0: (laughs) yeah no I, i mean i i kept thinking we would just if we just kept
2: exploring we'd find we'd find stuff we could put together Yeah, I needed the cassette tape to uh, to make sure that there was like a reason for the cassette to be there. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, yes, that's what I realized when you kept saying there's no electricity on either side.
2: Yeah, stop pushing buttons. There's no power.
1: (laughs) I was like, we gotta look for a fuse box. Like that's (laughs) and then when and like when you were like lift up the bed, I was like, that's where the that's where the electrical plug is. (laughs) Like Like, that's I was was so focused on that cassette tape.
0: I was. Thinking like, oh, wow, was ridiculous. I was like, PG, you should lift
2: your bed, and I have never thought to lift mine. Uh, I did did write a negative ending, if you'd like to hear it, in case you didn't get out in time. I love negative endings. Um, So, yeah, if you'd run out of time, uh, it would have been, you see the portal spread beyond the ceiling. You see it spread down the walls of the trailer, enveloping the whole place in thick black tendrils that squelch tentacly. Try as you might, you aren't strong enough to rip them off. The trailer is plunged into darkness as the portal completely envelops you, pulling you fully and eternally into this other world. Suddenly, you hear a great wrenching sound as the roof of the trailer is ripped open above you. You gaze into the single gargantuan eye of an enormous creature with uncountable tentacles writhing from its bloated floating body. You see it blink once, and then its mighty jaws begin to open. That is a strong beginning
0: to an erotic lovecraft fan fiction. <laughs> oh, so you've seen my website. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's uh, that's one for the top tier patrons. <laughs> like, that sounds like
1: a win to me.
2: <laughs> with my with my debut novel Casula, I hardly knew her.
1: <laughs> I'm glad we I started getting a little panicky when he said 6 minutes left and I was like, "All right, we got to Get uh, our act together.
2: I was definitely
0: thinking, okay, uh, don't don't bring shame, don't bring shame, Stop don't eating. bring shame. Have a,
2: re- have a reputation to uphold. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> gotta maintain the illusion that I'm at least modestly decent at these kinds of things. <laughs> Mistakes that we make are are still still feel really silly when you know, like particularly, it's 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 like nine times out of ten, it's a search fail, and it feels silly every time.
1: Or like when I messed up a, a maze, one of those mazes with the key that you got to like move a key around through a maze.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just totally, I took off without waiting for my teammate to go backwards from the end. Because <laughs> I don't know why. And the game master, she was like, they, she would not stop harping on what a new mistake it was. She was like, wow. She was like.
0: Such a noob mistake! Look at you, dummy! Like, look at, look at how dumb God, that like, was, you she, dummy! She, she's
1: like, <laughs> I can't believe it. You guys spent like almost ten minutes on that. It was, yeah. she was so noob, and I'm like, you can stop saying that yeah. now. Yeah.
0: No, I, I really, I really enjoyed how
2: dumb you were in that moment. <laughs> I think we should keep talking about how dumb you were. Did you know you were dumb? I can't believe it. You're a certified blue tick puzzler and you couldn't get this simple maze? <laughs> Good Lord.
1: <laughs> of course, because before we start, you know, we're like, oh, we've got thousands of rooms between us. <laughs> of course they're going to harp. They're going to harp on the yeah, new mistake.
0: Yeah,
2: as you push on the pole door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Thank you so very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all your podcasts or streaming services of choice, as well as on our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com you can also follow us and get in touch via facebook and twitter just search for the infinite escape room on facebook and we're at tia underscore podcast on twitter please send us dms send us saucy photos send us uh inconsiderate and scathing remarks we'll take it all if you enjoyed the episode and i really hope you did i'd be very much obliged if you could leave us a review it's a huge help in getting more people to find out about us or if you'd like to throw a few coppers into our hat then why not join our patreon head on over to patreon.com slash the infinite escape room where you can listen to episodes a week early Get a shout out on the show, listen to the raw chaos in our unedited episodes and get exclusive access to our Discord community. And David and PG, uh, one last plug. Would you like to say things you'd like you're working on, things you want to talk about? Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find
0: us at roomescapeartist.com. You can find PG on Twitter at at PG. And we have Reality Escape Pod Season 4 coming in the fall. Should be coming out in October. And we are very excited to bring that to the internet.
2: Uh, We love you lots, and we'll see you next week on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye!